Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles, and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern our days. I am so grateful you are here. Hello listeners, welcome to another wonderful session with the gorgeous Kerry Hurrigan. Hello, Kerry. Hi, Sue. And you know, I don't pay you to say anything like that at all. I know you don't. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. I mean every word. I mean I every know. word. And we have got such a beautiful full moon coming up, mm. which is the full moon in Taurus. And I am so excited for it. So please just dive straight in, my friend. Okay. Well, the full moon in Taurus is happening on the 30th or 31st of October, depending where you are in the world. This is a blue moon, and all that means it's the second full moon of the month. Astrologically speaking, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just that two full moons happen in the one month. And it is happening at 8 degrees and 38 minutes in Taurus. Currently, we have the Capricorn stellium, meaning there are three or more planets, which is Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter all together in Capricorn, and the show goes on continually mm. and we also have uh some retrograding planets and that's pluto neptune mars uranus and eris which is the planet of discord and chaos not one that's usually talked about in western australia uh western australia western astrology <laughs> western, western astrology. australia <laughs> so just a quick word on the retrograding motion for people that don't know what happens is it's an optical illusion so we're viewing the planets from here on earth and they appear to slow down stop and move backwards and a good analogy is when you're in traffic and you're with the car in the lane next to you and you catch up and it looks if you look at the wheels it looks like they're actually going backwards when in fact both are moving forward and what this does is this gives us a chance to stop and slow down take a breath revisit review things that are this uh, where this planet is transiting to go back over these things again and relax is something that they don't usually include in that but you take a breather you know give yourself a bit of space it's a good idea to see where these transits are happening in your own chart and you'll see what areas will be affected. So you can go to your website, astro.com, and you can create your own free astrology chart. There's many, but that one, there's some, you can learn a lot about astrology there as well, if you wish. So the moon is, uh, in astrology, represents our internal world of emotions and feelings. It is that very private part of us that we only know. It is our instinctive emotional reactions and responses and what makes us feel comfortable and safe. And this part I stress every every podcast, it, you can never say it enough, I don't think, that our emotional security can only come from within. When we put security in things or people outside of us and they leave us or they're taken away, we can experience a life crisis as a lot of people are experiencing in 2020. So representing the energy of the moon 
is the mother. And that can be your biological mother or a mother figure. It's the home, the past, your emotional needs on a daily basis and what fulfills you on a daily basis. It's reflective and nurturing and it shows how well you were nurtured as a child or how we nurture ourselves and others. Intuitive and sensitive, it rules the breasts, the stomach, which is the seat of the emotions, and the female hormones. The moon is also our self-image or our ego, and this is how we see ourselves, not how others see us. We mature, develop, and grow through our emotional body. Now, the moon also has an unhealthy side or a distorted side, and this is it expresses itself in several ways, but some are emotionally self-indulgent, conceited, overreactive, moody, indecisive, and acute sensitivity. I have never been any of those things. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so, That's such a lie. <laughs> oh, a, a total lie. So the full moon phase, this is a time of closure or completion. The energy is expressive and it begins the waning phase. This is where we can continue with our intention that we started around six months ago from the new moon in Taurus. And if we want to continue, we can do so, we can course correct or we can just let it go. Interesting, I have just let something go that I was telling you about, didn't I? Mm. So the energy of Taurus, beautiful Taurus. It Mm. is a fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull and ruled by Venus, the planet of love and beauty. Medically, it rules the neck, throat, vocal cords and the thyroid. Taurus is a placid, gentle and calm energy. Those born with their natal moon in Taurus demonstrate a calmness in situations of crisis and stress. There is a steadiness, determination, reliability, endurance, persistence and great strength to Taurus due to its fixed modality. A fixed modality is just how the energy moves. So it's it remains stationary. If you think of a bull and the bull's laying on the ground in the paddock, go and try to move the bull. Good luck, I say. That's all I can say. It grounds itself, stabilizes and centers us. So this is what the Taurus energy does. It relates to money, property, material things and what we value. This is very important to Taurus. It teaches us we are our own resource. Taurus is a very productive and and can create and lay the foundation to bring into the physical world what is desired. Material possessions give Taurus a sense of security and stability. Known for its sensuality, Taurus loves all that stimulate the senses. Sensuality, fine art, sunsets, beautiful food, lovely aromas, music and lovely clothes. People with strong Taurus energy often make good gardeners or chefs. Taurus is a feminine sign, meaning it is receptive, sending us inward to our emotion and feeling world. Our emotions of safety and worth are constantly at the forefront of our mind, therefore relating to our self-esteem and what we value in ourselves. How healthy is your self-esteem? Pretty good. (laughs) This morning... I did a 30-minute yoga practice and right. a 30-minute meditation, and that always makes me feel good. Well, that's and, wonderful. Yes. Are there? And you, you look at all, all areas. Is there an area where your self-esteem isn't good? 
You might want to think about that. I can see nothing's going to <laughs> I just sort of feel really well today. You do. And yeah. when you feel well, um, I don't really want to put any sort of um, shit on that wellness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But to our audience, if they might want to contemplate. Yes. Mm. Is there an area where your self-esteem is low? Mm, mm. So that this combination of the moon in Taurus is just beautiful. Those with this are good in, as I said, stressful situations. And Taurus people or people with a lot of Taurus energy often look very youthful. They are patient, tolerant and gentle. Now, in saying all these beautiful things, Taurus also has the distorted side. And there's always these two sides to everything. And this is the law of polarity, if you like. Some of the distortions of Taurus are hoarding, starvation, poverty, stubbornness, prostitution. In other words, underselling yourself, and that relates to your low self-esteem. Uncompromising, laziness, laid back, materialistic low value of oneself, and for some, isolation can create a crisis so they feel the need to be with others. Mm. It's very complex. You Mm. try to water it down within a few paragraphs. Mm. And as you know, Sue, this is always difficult for Uh. me. (laughs) Okay, so, so the full moon in Taurus does not like change. The full moon may enhance your feelings of insecurity as change is such a big part of our lives especially at present this may relate to how you are emotionally dealing with changes to your income work status and material belongings remember you are your own resource check in with your self-esteem your values and what you value in others and yourself and the thing is is when you identify what you value in another You have that. You already have it. That's the only way you know that you can identify it. So, for example, if it's falling in your third house, this is you. This could be a practical thinking in your communications relating to your business, finances, or siblings. In the seventh house, it may mean more sensuality and tactile experiences with your partner, perhaps enjoying a lovely meal together. If it's in the eleventh house, this may bring more stability and rest to your emotions in regard to your social causes, ideals, and hopes. And that is me, Sue. I really love Taurus. It is. It's just a very gentle, very patient. Mm. But it does have that other side to it. But yes, it is. And considering Taurus is the medical ruler, I love this, (laughs) over the throat, neck, vocal cords, and thyroid, so the focus, Kerry, of my ponderings mm-hmm. on this podcast is going to be around those areas. I know. It's wonderful. So like according to the Office of Women's Health, and there is a link to that in the blog, and I'll also put that on the Facebook, your thyroid, among other things, helps control your menstrual cycle. So too much or too little thyroid hormone can make your periods very light, very heavy, or very irregular. Mm. Thyroid disease also can cause your periods to stop for several months or longer, and it's a condition called amenorrhea. That may not be the pronunciation, but I will spell it for you, A-M-E-N-O-R-R-H-E-A. There'll be a link to all that also in the Facebook page. If your body's immune system causes thyroid disease, other glands, including your ovaries, may be involved. This can lead, for heaven's sake, to early menopause. Really? Yeah. 
I don't think I had early menopause. I was 48. That's not early, I think. I think that's a good starting point to start. But I'm talking about like 35 Mm. or even like 38, like 10 years earlier. Mm. Now, that would be just so sad um, if that ever happens to any of our listeners. But um, we're ready for you. We know all about it, but that's for another topic. (laughs) So what is the thyroid? So your thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland found at the base of your neck just below your Adam's apple. This gland makes thyroid hormone that travels in your blood to all parts of your body. The thyroid hormone controls your body's metabolism in many ways, including how fast you burn calories and how fast your heart beats. Because Taurus rules the thyroid and it is a full moon, I encourage you this week to shine a light on the health of your thyroid gland. If you're concerned, check in with your health professional. So what does that mean? Like perhaps maybe getting some beautiful um, carrier oil like sesame seed or or some coconut oil and just sort of maybe rubbing it around your neck and just checking it for any lumps or for any anything unusual that um, you might find. Mm. I mean, I've noticed over the last couple of years, my voice has changed. You know, those, you know, those old women like that really like, hi, sweetie, that sort of voice. I found myself doing that. So I'm thinking as I'm reading this, do I have a thyroid issue? No, I think that's just because I'm getting older. I don't think that's going to happen. May I add to that? Yes. You're, you have a Scorpio stellium, meaning there are three or more planets Ouch. in the Scorpio stellium. Sounds like I have to pull that Scorpio out. Sign. The stellium yeah. with a needle. Yeah. Just get that stellium out of it. Um, and opposite Scorpio is Taurus. Mm. And anything around the throat, you have a, in my opinion, a deep voice. You've got a very sultry voice, I think. Mm. I have mentioned from time to time to think right. about it. That's what um, where my singing voice maybe comes mm. from. Mm. I don't know if you've considered a double O double five number. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> Two ways you can support your thyroid this week is with food and essential oils, two of my most favorite subjects. So using therapeutic grade, and it must be therapeutic grade essential oils of peppermint, clove, or peppermint with lemongrass, take one drop each mixed with a carrier oil and apply it to the base of your throat. The remnants of the oil can be rubbed in the palms of your hands, cupped to your nose and inhale slowly. You could also diffuse this blend if you're keen to get these oils. Also, I'm here for you. I'm here for you always. And I'm not sure whether you have looked, Kerry, I'm not sure whether you've looked on my Facebook page or even the Instagram stories, people who want to work with me this month, hmm. they get a free bottle of my most favourite and beloved essential oil of peppermint. Oh, that's amazing. Here it is. Here, I'm just going to have a bit of a sniff. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my friends. I just had to share that with you. So, yes. Mm. Very appropriate to have a sniff because it's mm. part of the Taurus moves the uh, rules the senses. Right. They're like the the olfactory bulb as well and all that sort of beautiful stuff. Oh, I could take you right down the... Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. And there's just one more thing. The famous quote by Greek physician Hippocrates, let food be thy medicine and let medicine be thy food has stood the test of time. The power of food to heal and restore remains, but the message has become so noisy and political. I mean, seriously, it's food. It's all about money. It's all about, you know, don't do this. All these 
diets, all these are fads. Seriously. I'm not going to go there. But people would have you believe that you need a degree in science to eat right when in fact you just need to cut through all the propaganda and look within. You will know the truth. Research foods rich in iodine, selenium, iron, zinc, copper and vitamins. And a link to all this will be in the show notes. I mean, here's a guideline. Anything that comes in a plastic bag or a can, try to avoid. Kerry. Okay. As you were talking, I just jotted down some extra things. Firstly, uh, I will, uh, firstly I'll just address some of the points that, that you were making. Food and essential oils. Well, this is all part of the Taurus energy. Taste, essential mm. oils, smell, feel, mm. you know, the, the feeling of essential oils on your mm. skin. Um, mm. The other thing is grounding. We don't do enough of this. If you can get out, they reckon about 45 minutes a day, mm bit hard in the snow because that's over in the northern hemisphere. Mm. Um, over here in Australia, we're, well, we're in spring currently and we're going into mm. summer. But if you can get on the ground with no shoes on for around 45 minutes a day, mm. our skin absorbs the minerals and nutrients from the earth into our bodies. And mm. we don't do that mm. anymore. Mm. Interesting about the thyroid and the heart connection. I just had a couple of connecting the dots uh, myself in my own personal life just that, that would have related to that in certain times. But the one other thing that I just wanted to say was just taking the time this week because it's that relief week as well. Yes. That fixed mm. energy of Taurus can really slow things down for mm. you mm. and you have to rest and recharge. I mean, mm. you absolutely must. Good week, I thought, to look at your finances. Mm. Uh, contemplate the beauty around you because Taurus, like the eyes, look at, a beautiful scenery or art or something that they can appreciate the sense mm. of the eyes. Mm. Don't be rushed and don't let anyone rush you. Mm. This is the week to slow down and be assured that things happen in their own time. Mm. Mm. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. You've mm. just, oh, God, I've learned something every single time. It's my, it's I wish we had our periods. <laughs> <laughs> week two. Here we go. Week two. <laughs> So from what I understand, Carrie, about Taurus, um, she loves beauty, softness and sensuality. Mm -hmm. To be in beautiful surroundings, listening to great music, appreciating art, which you just mentioned, or having something decadent to eat. Taking time to stimulate the senses will make this week magical. Magical. Hmm. So you are already magical in a hormonal sense. Because of the oestrogen rising peaking at day 14, ensure you book yourself out to embrace the Taurus in you. To support our throat health during this full moon, why not sing with me and Kerry? Singing is a stimulating way to not only exercise the vocal cords, but to increase oxytocin. It's going to increase the beautiful, loving, kind oxytocin hormone in your body. It's intoxicating. It's the love hormone. Mm. So I'm going to be popping onto the Facebook page, a beautiful song. I'm not quite sure whether our listeners might be familiar with... Um, they know Breakfast at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Oh, yes, yes, okay. Catherine the younger Hepburn. ones would, yes. yeah. Audrey, actually. Oh, did I say Catherine? Yes. Sorry. Kath quite all right. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be popping a little bit of the music on here now so that we can actually hear it. Hang on. 
Like I was just like on firing on all cylinders. And then this we'd be miserable and completely lost and unfocused when nothing has changed in my physical world. Question mark, exclamation mark, dot. I'm just reading from my blog. The answer is based in knowledge. And once you are aware of this knowledge, your life will change forever. At least it did for me. And if you had known it before, Kes, I bet mm. it would have been different for you oh, as well. Oh, totally different. Totally different because you're wondering what's happened. Mm. Why am I f- mm. not feeling like I did? I was so excited about mm. this thing mm. and now I couldn't give a rat's about yeah. it. You never swear, do you? I No. I would say rat's ass. <laughs> I never swear. So never. No, you don't. You're a good girl. <laughs> So your body is transitioning from one hormone to another. It's as simple as that. It's transitioning from estrogen to progesterone. I mean, I know that's very simplistic. I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on there, but that's the basics of it. These two hormones are diametrically opposed. And because they collide in the middle of your cycle, it can get emotionally confusing to transition with ease. But now you know why, you can have fun with it. So an exercise you can do this week is to journal your findings, starting with day eight and considering day one is when you get your period. When I say day eight, it's eight days after your first um, bleed. So starting at day eight and tracking your thoughts and emotions each day until day 21. Can you identify the shift? Use your vocal cords by reading out loud what you have written as this will help you to retain your knowledge so you can remember it next month. This is so important. Whenever you're journaling or reading or you want to learn something new, always read it out loud. That's going to cement it for you. Mm, Great idea. Mm. A little bit similar, move around. Move around, get yourself moving, get a bit more physical. Taurus energy tends to want to kick back a little bit. Get in the garden and connect with nature. So, yes, connect with nature. That dip can bring in self-doubt this is what used to happen to me I was full of confidence a minute ago now all of a sudden I'm doubting myself and this is where we can go into berating ourselves Mm. stop right there change your focus to what you do value in yourself a good way if you're not sure is look at what you value in others if you admire something in Mm. another person you have to have it in yourself to recognize it that's beautiful I love that. That could go on a calendar. Could. If you find one thing, just find one, you'll find two. If you find two, you'll find three. You'll find four and you'll find five and you'll keep finding these things and so on and eventually you will wonder how you could have had that original thought in the first place because mm. it's just not possible. Mm. Not now. It's mm. wonderful. Thank you. You're very wise. <laughs> All right, week four. If your progesterone has dropped off past day 21, or if your estrogen has become dominant, you're most likely experiencing the symptoms of PMS. If you are new to the blog and podcast and not sure what we're talking about, pop back and listen to the last several episodes and chapters. PMS might be something that can be managed and eliminated if you can maintain normal progesterone levels during this week. If this is a hell week for you and your communication is difficult, take a look at your throat chakra. If you haven't worked with chakras, that's okay. There's always a first time for everything. So reading from Aroma Care website, the throat chakra is the fifth of the seven chakras. 
This chakra is the center of communication, self-expression, and creativity through speech, singing, writing, and art. This chakra represents a space that accommodates the other elements. When the lower chakras are balanced and the heart chakra open, we can find more balance and ease in our lives. Via the throat, sound is expressed and is not only heard with our ears, but the vibrations can also be felt in our bodies. So true. The throat chakra in Sanskrit is known as um, I've been practicing this word, so please forgive me if it's wrong. And my beautiful Indian friends out there who are listening, I ask for your forgiveness. Vijuda. Oh, is that how you pronounce? I don't know. I've been practicing it. I'm pretty sure that it is. There's like four ways you could pronounce it. Mm. It's spelled V I S H U D H A. Sutapa Duti. If you're out there, please call me and we can have a little bit of a Hindi lesson. <laughs> so, Vijuata. Oh, sorry. That's a complete wrong. <laughs> I was going to call it the throat chakra. It means purification. The color is bright blue and is found at the throat level. Now, I can go on um, with balancing and opening the throat chakra, but what I'd like to do, that's going to take a little bit of time, I would like to put that on our Facebook group. And I would I invite you to come over and and have a read of that and, and we might put some lovely music on there and we can sort of work at balancing our chakras. The other thing to, um, to balance um, chakras with essential oils, pure essential oils such as basil, bergamot, chamomile, cypress, juniper, peppermint <laughs> and sandalwood promote a sense of calm, strength and enable the truth to be spoken because sometimes I think telling the truth is very scary for some people. And you want to try and tell white lies or even when someone says to you, how are you, Kerry? And you say, oh, I'm, I'm okay, I'm great, you know. But really, you're like you're dying inside, but you don't like that person, you don't trust that person, so you don't want to share. I think that even if the person that you're talking to, you don't, you're not really confident with, I think that you need to trust that what you're going to say is going to help that person and just be as honest as you can. That is so incredible you have said that about the lie. Can I have just a little bit more time just to explain mm, a little bit? <laughs> let me see. Just Kerry wants more time. <laughs> and it is granted. I was so excited when I saw this. I thought, oh, my God, this is incredible because astrology does relate to the chakra system. The blue light of the throat, you could wear something blue around your neck, a blue scarf or something mm. blue would mm. be good. Lovely. So the throat chakra, as you said, is the fifth chakra. And what I was taught was that it was a bridge between the heart and head. So it holds a lot of traffic. You're going from intellect to the truth. Intell- you know, and it, There's a lot of traffic in the neck. This is where mercy, judgment and confession sit. Who are you passing judgment on? Is it yourself or someone else? Mm. And what happens is this creates a very dense energy and a low vibrational frequency. Makes life very difficult when we are in these dense, these dense and low frequencies. The chakras spin. So I don't know what people know about it, but they spin. And the spinning slows when we're in this these dense frequencies. They talk about the seven chakras in Buddhism. There's the seven seals in Revelations. That's in the Bible. And in ancient Egypt, there were 18. 
There was the nine primary chakras and the nine secondary, their energy centers. And in Egyptian, it means resonance and expression. So it's interesting that it coincided with the sacrament of confession in the throat. I see. Where we speak. I thought this was absolutely fascinating Mm. when I first found, Mm. found out about it. And one of the things I learned from Wayne Dyer, he spoke about I am that I am. Mm. And that sense, that's from the Bible as well. And I never really understood what it meant. I am that I am. What that, what does that mean? But what he said was if you change the word that for something else, I am healthy, I am. You're making a statement Mm. that is true. I am a genius, I am. Nobody has to agree with you, long as you know this is true. So the throat chakra out of balance, being out of balance, this results in frustration, sore throat, tight jaw, stiff neck, stuttering, and thyroid issues, just Mm. to name a few. Mm. The cause of not feeling you can speak up you're shut down from speaking or you you shut yourself up basically or feeling of choking on words you can't get the words out you may tend to lie more this is what you said that i thought oh my god you tend to lie you may tend sorry to lie more as you fear speaking your truth will be harmful you'll hear people talk this way they they they'll tell you in the very words they speak they speak and they might say something like felt like it was rammed down my throat you know so you can you can hear the clues in Mm. what they're saying doubting yourself worth could be a biggie this week i also and this is also relates to this and uh this is also enhanced by issues of self or low self-confidence and low self-esteem finding something that lifts your spirits Mm. singing for example laughing find something to laugh about yes and appreciate the abundance around you. And yes. I'll finish on that. Oh, Kerry. That was so good. That too. is so lovely. We, I am learning about the chakras. Awesome. It is going to be a wonderful journey. And darling listeners, I know that there are people out there who your work is probably around chakras. We want to hear from you. We would love to even interview you. You can come on our program and be with us and chat to us while we're talking. We would love to to support you and your business yeah definitely we would love that all right my friends we're going to wrap that up now remember there's always going to be a meditation for you at the end you can stick around or you can just leave it there but until next time thank you so much for joining us take care everyone
as the blue light they emit stimulates the brain rather than allowing it to relax and prepare for sleep. Ensure your bed is comfortable. Your bedroom is at the right temperature and not too warm. Most people find it easier to sleep in a darkened room. So draw the curtains. Make your bedroom your sanctuary. The most important thing you can do is breathe. Practice your yogic breathing techniques. These are always on hand and can be used to help you get to sleep. To deepen your sleep or help you get back to sleep should you wake up with a busy mind. Extend the exhale of your breath. This relaxes the body and triggers the parasympathetic nervous system, the body's automatic relaxation response. As you deepen your breath, Begin to inhale to the count of three and exhale to the count of six. Whenever you are distracted from your breath by your busy mind, Simply acknowledge that this has happened and return your focus to your breath. Continue this cycle until you feel your mind and your body relax. You drift into a deep and refreshing sleep.